Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So let's try this again. Okay, we'll try it again. It's late at night, I understand, but this is the only time we have. Yes, so we're going to try and put this together, and um, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. First day of school for you? First day of school for me. It's my last quarter at this university, and then I, I transfer next quarter, so it's kind of like a countdown. <laughs> We're going to do a uh, probably a fairly short show tonight, okay. and a little bit change in format, no question of the day, mm-hmm. uh, but we are going to talk about what... Well, this will be our second show about big events. Yes. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about why you should go to big events and why you shouldn't go, what the advantage mm-hmm. of being around 350 or 400 or more other kinky people is. Right, right. What you can expect and things like that. Yep. And uh, we will talk a little bit about the Central Ohio Perversion Excursion, which is mm-hmm. the event we just came from. And we will talk with, uh, oh, as a matter of fact, we're going to talk with uh, Jason, who is the event promoter or coordinator or guy that does all the shit <laughs> for an event in St. Louis in November. Mm-hmm. So maybe you don't live in Ohio and you can't go to the events around here. There's events all over the place. There are events everywhere. So we've got, what, one here that just happened last weekend. We've got one in Chicago next month. Mm-hmm. There's the one in St. Louis in November. There's, uh, And those are just the ones that we're going to. Yep. <laughs> and they are all over the place. So, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Um at the event that you and I just went to, it just so happens that the community kind of bestowed an honor on me. They did. And um, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful ceremony. It was a beautiful event. And it was, a, I tell you, I just got done speaking with Master Rick mm-hmm. and uh, another person who was at that event. And we were just stunned at how powerful it was to bring our community together. Yes. So we will talk about that in a future show about the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this singular thing that happened to me. Um, but on the other hand, it's my podcast, our me, podcast. Yes. But so uh, at the end of this podcast, I will. Uh, I'll read a little something about that. Awesome. Enough of that for the moment, though. Okay. So, what is the big deal about these big events? I mean, why should you, if you're a, a kinkster, why should you spend? Eighty, ninety, hundred dollars to go to one of these three-day events, mm-hmm. plus the money for the hotel. You know, uh, I mean, it's not cheap. It's now, not cheap. You can certainly do more expensive things because <laughs> I've looked at other types of conventions, and there's definitely more expensive mm-hmm. ones out there. So these are actually on the lower end of of what you could look at. But you know, why go? Yeah. Why go to any sort of event? So you know, for this one, it's it's. Well, like any event, it's to be around like-minded people. 
It's to learn new things. It's to be social. It's to be your kinky self. It's to be, you know, just let yourself out and shine. And, you know, everybody around you will enjoy it because they're all doing the same thing. Now, we should probably, and although we've done this before on the show, we'll review really quickly what these big events are like. Okay. You show up Friday night, you register. You say hi to everybody you know, or mm-hmm. you don't. maybe you don't know anybody there. You get all registered. Right. You get your hotel room if you're staying at the event hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, side note, if you're going to go to an event... And you're going to stay at the hotel, stay at the hotel that the event's held at. Absolutely. Do, so, do not yeah. save yourself $8 by staying at the hotel across the street. You two are, reasons. Yes. And those two reasons are? Well, one reason is, is because, um, well, you want the whole immersion experience mm-hmm. of, of being there all the time. So, you know, it's really nice for me when I can put on my collar and not have to worry about taking it off, right. you know? Right. So the immersion thing. The second one is, is that these um, coordinators that put these events together, they spend a lot of time negotiating with these hotels and trying to get a good price. But, you know, they're also negotiating the play space and the workshop space and everything else. They have a number of rooms to rent. Right. If they don't rent out these rooms, that money comes out of their pocket. So and, yeah. Yeah. So and, and then it just makes it not beneficial to have the event the following year. Mm-hmm. And and we have seen that happen. Mm-hmm. We've seen an event crash and burn because of Yes. Things like that. Now that was just a part of it. Mm-hmm. So you get there Friday night, you get all checked in. There's probably a keynote speech. There's probably and then the dungeon opens up and you get to play. Yes. Most of these dungeons have, or most of the events have some kind of a system where you can say, I am a top and I am looking to play with a bottom. Or, I am right. a bottom and I'm looking to play with a top. Right. It can be wristbands. It can be ribbons <clears throat> on your name tag. It can be, there's all kinds of different systems. And a lot of people go there to play. A lot of people mm-hmm. go there to find new people to play with that they've never played with. Right. Some of our friends will have eight play scenes between the time the event starts and the time it ends. I don't know how they do it. I got that kind of energy. Um, other people don't go there to play with strangers at all. They go there to play with their partner. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely cool, too. And we've done it both ways. Yep. So um, Normally, you'll, there'll be some kind of buffet or some kind of food served Friday night, Saturday night at some point. Not mm-hmm. always. Not all the events do this. Right. Uh, we'll hear Jason talk about the, the food that he'll oh. be serving. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, he's he does top notch with that. Um, we now Friday night we, we didn't get to eat too much. We were busy with yeah, the Scarlet Sanctuary, right, right. and we we've talked about that before. We won't talk about that a whole lot Mm-mm. because that's very exclusive to a very few events in Central Ohio. We can have a Scarlet Sanctuary, right? So, but you know, different events have different things going on on Friday nights. <laughs> uh oh, what are you thinking of? I, I'm just thinking if you're an event producer. Yeah. And you want to have the Scarlet Sanctuary at your event, give us a holler. We'll uh, try and work something out for See you. See what we can do. Yeah. So, but. but it is right now. It's an exclusive <laughs> to the Central Ohio mm-hmm. area. Um, so let's see. We've got checked in. We've got the dungeon. And that's pretty much it for Friday night. You know, Friday night's... Pretty much it. Social, it's yeah. It's an opening it's a, speech. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as we've talked about before... A lot of the people, you know, there'll be a keynote speaker normally on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Although some events, they like to turn that to yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah, GLLA, they actually did the keynote speech at the Sunday morning brunch. Right. So that was um, a little different. And sometimes the keynote speeches are better than others. Mm-hmm. It's all a matter of um, what kind of stuff inspires you, right? Whether exactly. you dig it or not. Exactly. Um, 
at the Central Ohio Perversion Excursion, for example, that just happened, Melina Williams mm. was our keynote speech. Yes, and I love speaker. to hear her talk. Um, so she's very um, inspiring. She is indeed. She is the uh, current International Miss Leather 2010. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. And, um, you know, so she spoke a little bit, and then. The event producers spoke a little bit about what the you know what was coming had in store for the event right. and reminded people of some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a couple rules that they you know don't try and freak out the hotel staff, <laughs> right? Uh, things like that, right? <laughs> Letting everybody know though. Oh, you know what these events will do as well mm-hmm. is prior to that they'll have this uh, meet and greet sort of thing. Oh yeah. I actually sat in at the first timers. <laughs> Um, Someone told me that. I was like, that's where he is? He's at the meet and greet for first-timers? Yeah. Okay, he must have a reason. (laughs) Most of the events that we've been to do a great job of being welcoming to new people. Now, I tell you, there must have been 50 people. It felt like there was 50 people in the first-timer room. So that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're thinking, oh, I'd like to go to one of these events, but I don't want to be... Like the guy that has to wear the the red shirts at Rocky Horror, the obvious first timer. You're not gonna be alone. No, there's gonna be a lot of people going for the first time. Um, Saturday, you wake up. You wake up. There's usually coffee around somewhere, and you know sometimes there's a little munchies or not. Some some of them serve breakfast. Mm -hmm. Some don't. And then it's classes all day long. Then it's classes. People walking around with their notebooks and their pencils and, you know, all excited about what classes they're going to see and take and who they're going to meet and what they're going to, skills they're going to learn for using in the dungeon that night. And yeah. And um, it's really neat when you and I actually go to classes. Now, you and I have been going to uh, these events. Events for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. And... We often teach at these events. Mm-hmm. So for us to actually go to somebody's class... Uh, kind of rare. So, I mean, yeah. we'll try it. But um, we have a um, pattern of crashing after our workshops. Right, right. So we'll go to go sit into a class and then realize, no, actually, we need a nap. So, yes, because we got another class to present exactly. or something. But lately, I've noticed. So uh, lately, I've noticed that there's a lot of classes that I've actually been interested in. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've noticed that the big events have been doing pretty consistently lately mm-hmm. is some of the presenters will be people you've heard their names of, right? Right. Your Molina Williams, your Lee Harrington, your Jay Wiseman. You know mm-hmm. these names. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. I've read their book. Right. They're doing a great job of bringing in new, new people. people as well. You know, we sat when. Um, we sat with the schedule for Cope. Right. I was like, oh, I love seeing this person. I love seeing this person. Well, I've never heard of this person. Who the heck are they? Yeah, or wait, I just met them a couple of weeks ago at a different event. So, wow, they're going to have a different spin on things. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, we, we happened to see now the, the, we happened to see Boy Quill present on Leather right, History. Right, right. Um, I did a wax play class with a woman from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um what else did we do? What other classes did we you do? You went to another one while I was getting dinner ready. And it was Boy Quill, I believe. Uh, right. Another uh, a leather history sort of class. Mm-hmm. There was uh, classes on CBT. There was classes. So there's all kinds of classes on different styles of play. Right. There's all kinds of classes on different style of relationships. Right. There's, a, there's normally a communication class or two. Mm-hmm. Normal a couple of polyamory classes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sometimes there's like toy making classes. Mm-hmm. It's very that's more of a rare thing, but very cool when they do that. Sometimes there's spiritual classes of mm-hmm. how you can combine the two and interesting stuff. So that's one of the things that you'll want to look at mm-hmm. is you know what kind of classes are they going to be? But I tell you, they do a great job. Well, you'll see that when you get there, right? Mm-hmm. You got 300, 400 people that, and you go to all these rooms and different strokes for different. Folks, right, right. So. That's kind of a BDSM sort of thing to say. <laughs> Ooh, rope classes. There's always rope classes anymore. Man, yeah. That's the big thing, right? Um, so if you want to learn some rope type stuff, mm-hmm. you want to learn fire play, you want to learn whatever. You know, they do yep. great all kinds of different classes. If you're thinking about going to one of these big events, you go check out their website. They're going to have a list of presenters, and they're right. going to have a list of um, the different classes that they teach. Mm-hmm. Um, Heck, even your favorite podcast host might be teaching in one of these I places. I was just thinking of that. You could probably yeah, go yeah. to our website. Oh, go figure. Yeah. yeah a little self-promotion. <laughs> go to our website. You can see the events that we're going to. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, so Saturday, classes all day. Again, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of show, social space. The good events, the oh, events yeah. that we enjoy. The ones we enjoy. Have a mix of social space and class space and yes. play space, right? Because otherwise your option is class leave the hotel, or your room. Right. So th- that social space is a great, happy medium mm-hmm. so that you can talk to people and stuff. So for me, so then you do Saturday night, right? And then you do mm-hmm. uh, Saturday night. There's maybe some kind of a closing by you, the event coordinators. Yeah, maybe some kind of thanks for coming. Or show or... Yeah, sometimes they do a little mm-hmm. show of some sort. We've seen... Um, Dark Odyssey usually does a show on Saturday nights. Burlesque shows. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the event was where we saw the fire, fire woman, the woman with oh. fire knives. And, oh, I can remember the, why am I thinking it was um, Beat Me in St. Louis? But I'm not sure. I don't was, recall. All I recall is it was a woman who was spinning fire and had all this fire right. stuff and her hair came out of the tight bun. And yeah, now like, everybody was just that. <laughs> waiting for something bad to happen. Then Saturday night, dungeon opens again. And again, mm-hmm. we go back to play if you want to play, play with your mm-hmm. partner, hook up with other people. Yep. Really interesting, and I think it was Molina who brought this up. We're kind of in the reverse social situation where if you go out on a date, you take somebody out for coffee, you take them out for <laughs> drinks, you get to know them, you might kiss on the first date, and then the second date you get the second base, etc. These events are the kind of the opposite. You they meet are. somebody right off the bat, the first thing you say to them is, hey, my name is Joe, I see you've got a, uh, opposite, a wrist, opposite, an opposite color band than what right. I have. <laughs> and I was wondering if I could shove my fist in your pussy. And yeah, or they may not even introduce themselves. They may just offer their skill. And right. you say yes, and then you introduce yourselves later. <laughs> For clarity's sake, though, these wristbands are not permission. There's right. still a requirement to negotiate Absolutely. And, and consent and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But if you're looking to play with strangers, it's a great place to hook up. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a matter of fact, I believe Sarah Sloan teaches a class called Playing with Strangers. I- Absolutely. And and you know what? And it's playing with strangers in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. You know, you are around 350. And, and actually, I want to modify that number a little bit. Some events are like 150. Some events are like 1,200. So right. we're given a pretty average number based on the events that we usually go to. Mm-hmm. And um, so you're in a pretty safe space. You're in a dungeon with however many people you've got a dungeon monitor you've got right. people that can help you negotiate you can got you know it, it's not like 
I don't know, meeting someone offline and <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, and you go to some sleazy hotel room where you don't right. know you know, you you'll end up with all kinds of bad things might happen. Mm-hmm. But you know, the the flip instead you go to an event, you you go to a class on sensual spanking mm-hmm. and then you go to the dungeon and try it out. Right. You know? Um so what's wrong? What why do you recommend people not go to events? What's the bad thing about going to the events? Um You know, the only thing that pops into my head that someone was talking about over the weekend is because they're local and it's a local event, Mm -hmm. they were afraid somebody from their work being there. So, you know, if you're kind of afraid of that, and now me and you, we had trial by fire because our first event, we did have somebody that we worked with show up at that event. And then we found out that he ran the event and was the leader of the club putting on the event. And we became really good friends afterwards. But, you know, some people have to worry about their jobs. So if that's the case, go out of town. Yeah. Hey, that's a good, that's a great uh, example. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's about the only one I can think of. That's about the only one I can think of. I mean, if you don't like being around a lot of people, then modify it and go to a smaller event. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to be more um, not noticeable, Go to a huge event like Dark Odyssey or Floating World. Right. Good God. <laughs> you know, one of, one of the neat things to me is that you touched on this, and it's harder to convey, is, yeah, there's all these activities going on. Mm-hmm. But the key for me is is it's an opportunity to just be the authentic kinky yes. Dan. Yes, yes. And f- be around all these other people that dig that. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't all dig the same kinks, you and I have obviously practice a power exchange relationship, and not mm-hmm. everybody at the event practices power exchange relationships. Right. But you have that that the ability opportunity. and yeah. that opportunity to be yourself and to be authentic and maybe meet some other people that live the way you live or think mm-hmm. the way you think. And it's, for me, that's what it's about. It's about that energy, about being me. Absolutely. Of time. And, you know, at COPE, we were allowed to be us in a couple of different ways. You know, doing Scarlet Sanctuary Friday night, that's definitely part of our authentic self. And, you know, the power exchange part of it the rest of the weekend with having the high protocol mm-hmm. dinner and things like that, definitely, you know, who we are. Mm-hmm. So just that opportunity to to hold that space. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's something I, I want to mention as well. We talk about the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Pretty common now that they'll have soft dungeons. Yes. Um, you know, with softer music mm-hmm. and f- more of make out furniture versus tie you up and fuck you furniture. Right, right. Like the sensual room right. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some will have medical rooms. Some will have uh, rooms with tarps all covered on the floor for the wet and warm room. And, you know, they do all kinds of stuff there. So lots of places for different taste. Yep. Anything else you want to say about big events? Um, you know, I just I just want to say if you haven't tried it, and you think you know what it's like, go ahead and give it a try. And you know what? And I do want to mention that mm-hmm. earlier we talked about how expensive it can be to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, that's not a problem. Okay. Uh, because first off, the hotel room, well, you share it with some friends, right? right? Um, that is so uh, common to see, mm-hmm. you know, maybe two couples <laughs> bringing the... We have four in our room. <laughs> we have four in our room. Um, 
So that's certainly one way to save money. Absolutely. Most of these events have some kind of a situation where you can get in for a reduced cost as long as you volunteer some time, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you'll have to work registration for four hours to get $10 off. Or take off, out the or, trash or, right. you know, something like that. Uh, and and these, they all have anywhere from, you know, uh, work a couple hours, get a couple bucks off, work right. a lot and get a lot of the cost off. Um, and w- what I've heard from people that volunteer, you know, people will, will talk about it and they're like, yeah, I volunteered to watch this door. And you know what? I met so many people. Yeah. You know, that's how I got to meet people. I worked the registration desk. Right. You know, I made sure they signed this form or, you know, the smokers went out the right door or, or something like that. Yep. And they enjoy the hell out of it. So maybe if you're more of an introvert or, or a shy person like myself, mm-hmm. that's maybe the way to go. <laughs> right. So that's the spiel about big events, right? Obviously, you and I are very high on going to these events. I think it's Mm -hmm. a wonderful opportunity. You don't have to go to 12 a year. Maybe one a year is going to be enough for you. Maybe two a year is enough for you. But but if you haven't been, I think you should go. I think you should check it out. I think it's worth your time and effort to see. I, I tell you, if nothing else, just being around a couple hundred people absolutely that you know the next time you're you're sitting in your bedroom masturbating to <laughs> uh gay bondage porn from germany thinking man am i like some kind of sicko you can realize well actually there's an event with 300 other gay exactly. bondage kinksters or what other other kinksters you know and um you i tell you all be perverts together there's just some <laughs> self-authentication thingamajigger that's really kind of neat i totally believe that and yes experience mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> um all right so that's it on big events okay the and except for we're going to follow this up we're going to talk to uh we talked to jason about his right. event in st louis and he'll give you some details that we didn't get you we'll give you some li- he'll give you some examples of what kind of presenters they're going to do they're doing some okay. really neat things they with are water. doing some different stuff and yes with water, water. <laughs> and um he'll talk about some of the buffet stuff and all that other kind of good stuff and how to find out more about that event and I think after that, I'll go ahead and indulge myself and talk about the... Um, the master covering. Yeah. So you're going to make me cry. Again. I know. Coming up next week, we're going to talk about erotica. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. Although, really, we weren't supposed to say that bye, Dan, bye, Dawn at that part. So here we are sitting at the Central Ohio Perversion Excursion, and we ran into a event coordinator, event promoter, mm-hmm. sitting around doing nothing. And I was like, whoa, that can't be Beric, so it must be Jason. <laughs> so Jason, since we ran into it, we asked you to sit down for a little bit. And of course, we want to talk about the event that you have coming up next. I want to talk a little bit, though, about what being an event coordinator is like. Now, now, how many people, first off, thank you for being on the, on the podcast. Oh, I appreciate you having me. So now, how many people do you have Coming to, what, what's the next event coming up? Spanksgiving. Spanksgiving is our annual fall event, and it normally falls the week before Thanksgiving, so thus Thanksgiving, or Spanksgiving I love it, was born. Spanksgiving. <laughs> One of the best titles for an event ever. Yes. <laughs> uh, how many people are going to show up for that? You know, generally we have between 350 and 400 people show up. Nice. So how in the world do you wrangle... 350 to 400 kinky people. Well, you know, we have a, a, an excellent staff. We have a great hotel. Uh, it's easy to move people around. Um, we put up huge signs to point mm-hmm. where things are and tell them how, you know, how to get to places. And then, you know, again, my staff is uh, trained to see that deer in the headlight look and <laughs> know to go over and you know, shake somebody's hand and say, can I help you, you know, 
find something? What are you looking for? You know, can I ask answer any questions for you? And it works out very well. I'm sure a lot of people are like I am. They're going to these events and they look around and say, this doesn't look so hard. I, I would like to run an event like this. Is it as easy as it looks? We make it look easy. We have a lot of practice. This is our 14th uh, year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we've had a lot of practice. Uh, we've had our pitfalls. Um, learning curve is, is, is pretty tight. But we do spend a lot of time working on our presence and making it look like it's very comfortable because if we look stressed, if we look out of place, they're gonna, the people coming are going to feel stressed right. and out of place. Yeah. So we try to make it as, as simple as possible for people. And once you hit the door, uh, pretty much it's a, a, a playground, nice. so to speak, uh, of, of lifestyle, BDSM you know, events and the, with the classes we have and the, the dungeons and the, uh, the, the cruise ship style late night buffets. <laughs> it's just, you know, we just try to make it fun and it's a vacation for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And like I said, Dan and I will talk to people, and that's what we remember is the staff. And it's like, okay, where do we go next? But, whoa, there's a big sign. If there's not a big sign, there's a smiling staff member, I'm sure. They know, and you know. And I'm sure that makes it easy on people that are going to their first or maybe their first or second event, too, to have as many staff people as you have running around and easily identified. Absolutely, absolutely, Uh, you know. Uh, we have surveys at the uh, end of the event, you know, on the late night buffet on Saturday night. We give out surveys, and we ask people to tell us what they thought, and tell us what they think about what we're doing, and what they might change if it were, if they were doing it. And we have a lot of people talk about how easy it is to get around the open spaces, the mm-hmm. the places to sit and, and mingle with your friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just it makes it very nice and relaxing. As you became the person running this event and granted you have a staff but there, there's a buck stops here right and that stops with you absolutely what was the big oh my god I have no clue this was going to be part of this deal wow uh, there's a lot of things I mean talking about uh, the buck stops here uh, you have to deal with contracts you have to deal with hotels you have to deal with vendors outside vendors for security and, and all kinds of other things uh, it's just an amazing undertaking uh, just like here at Cope uh, to watch Barrick run around and do things and his team do things, uh, they made it look flawless. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to do. I think the one thing that I impress on everybody and the one thing I work the hardest on is our presence with people, being able to understand what people are feeling and what they're thinking. Because coming to an event for the first, second time, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And if you move from small house parties or, or what, what have you that you go to where everybody knows everybody right. into something like this, it, it's, like a, uh, it's like a football fan going to their first you know, football game right. and there's 50,000 people around and they're sort of lost. And mm-hmm. we try to get them past that lost feeling as quickly as possible and make them feel like they're at home, like mm-hmm. they're at a house party, but it's a really big Big one. house right. party. <laughs> right. So, uh, now this Thanksgiving coming up is your, you say your 14th. No, actually, we've been doing events for 14 years. Beat Me is our 14th. <laughs> this is our 11th Thanksgiving. Okay, 11th wow. Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. so what are, you, what are we doing for the 11th Thanksgiving? Uh, the 11th Thanksgiving is a, a huge, huge party. We've got uh, 10,000 square foot of uh, dungeon space. We've got private pool. We've added late night classes. Oh, really? We're doing late night. 
This year is a uh, water torture, and it's in the private pool. <laughs> uh, we have a pool until 3 o'clock in the morning. We nice. have a hot tub until 3 o'clock in the morning. Clothing optional. Yay! Uh, which is always fun. <laughs> yes. Um, we have you know large rope areas with new rope equipment. We have a huge rope cube, which you can do five scenes at once on. Uh, we have a, a, probably one of the largest medical areas I've seen at any, any event so far. Um, we have extended our dungeon hours. Our dungeon hours are now to uh, 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Um, because, you know, 3 o'clock is great, but people want to get started at 2.30 in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't give them much time to play. So we decided to allow them to stay a little later. Um, the, again, there's just so much to do. Uh, we have the two complimentary late night buffets. Like I said, like being on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just this long thirty foot buffet with anything you want on there. And after a hard night of play, and it's it's great to have a little food and yes. oh, relax and, and and enjoy it with your friends. And, and to talk about that buffet, and we've been to many events where they have these. Uh, midnight snack things. Right. You're not talking bags of chips. No. Uh, no. <laughs> we're talking about if you were to go to any fine restaurant and hit their buffet, this is, you know, we're talking cheese and, and vegetables and hot foods mm-hmm. and desserts that would just send a, a diabetic into shock. <laughs> um, you know, just, just about anything you'd want for a late night and again you know we play hard and we, we need to replenish ourselves and you know with all that and the fresh fruit and everything mm-hmm. like, we, that's what we want mm-hmm. to do we want people to be happy and go back and play a second time sure sure now from a uh, workshop perspective who do, who do you have coming in for uh, well right classes? now uh, we're wrapping up a few uh, other you know presenters as far as scheduling and conflicts and things like that but right now we have uh uh, Molina Williams, mm-hmm. nice. Master Z Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, Panther Prowls and Embers is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Leah from NCSF is going to be doing a class for us. Awesome. Uh, Lord Prophet, uh, Master Galad, and Slave Kelly. Yay! Yay. Sorry, T- they're, they're fellow GLLA. I understand. <laughs> yeah. T1 and Kitten, there's some uh, rope people. Um, Phantom is oh, going to cool. be there. Jim and Jareth is going to be there. Nice. And uh, <laughs> yep. C, uh, a gentleman named C. Is going to be there. Um, we're doing things on consent, water torture. Like I said, we're doing a late night water torture class. We did a last year at Beat Me. We did a water mummification class <laughs> in the pool, and it was probably one of our largest classes. Uh, people just flocked in there for yeah, that. It's it amazing. Different. Class. I would go right. see well, that. Right. Well, it's late night. What you, it was. Yeah. Either you're waiting to play, or you've already played, and now you're sitting around talking. Right. Wow. There's a class late night. Yeah. So. It was a it's a it was a unique opportunity to fill fill a spot that never had been done mm-hmm. anywhere that I know of. Right. I don't so, know. So you know, yeah. it's Thanksgiving and beat me in St. Louis. We try to be on the cutting edge. We try to add the newest thing and mm-hmm. watch the trends and build up those areas. Like right now, we have a tremendous rope area because rope is huge yeah. in yeah. the community. Yeah. Everybody's in rope mm-hmm. right now. So we've added several pieces of equipment, steel equipment. You know, metal stuff, so it's very sturdy, very you know usable. Um, one of the fun things they do is uh, they do a, a suspension twister, where they suspend people, um, and or they put people in and they spin the dial and it winds up on a color, and they say right leg blue, <laughs> and we have all the points on the suspension equipment, this big cube that we have. 
color coded. And so if you have three, you know, three bottoms or three, you know, three people playing, their rope tops will tie their leg up to a blue. Nice. And, nice. and by the time they're done, there are three pretzels hanging in the middle with all these ropes going every direction. Right. Sweet. And it's amazing to watch and it's fun. Uh-huh. And it gathers, the crowd gathers oh, around yeah. and it's, it's just a, a lot of fun. But we, you know, we have electrical play. We're we're having classes on how to do erotic photography in your own house and, and with the equipment that you have, not some okay. professional stuff. Uh, you know, uh, cell popping has become a very mm-hmm. popular class, so we're doing a cell popping hypnosis. How mm-hmm. to do uh, a little fun play with hypnosis to either a relax the person that's playing or go the opposite direction if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing an energy pull, uh, you know, a hooking, mm-hmm. you know, get hooked, uh, something we've never had at, right. at uh, Thanksgiving before. So we're very excited about that. Plus, you know, there's so many other classes. Uh, we do, do more than, I think we're doing 45, 46 classes wow. this year. So something for everybody. There is something. For we try to make sure that in each time slot that mm-hmm. we have something for, you know, five or six different demographics of people, be it submissive or tops right. or rope or fire or, or something like that. Or newbies to advance, Stephen, Newbies to advance. We, we really try to, uh, uh, on Friday night, try to center, you know, get the newbie, you know, the people that never been to one or it's their first one or they've only been in lifestyle for a month, get them in and show them around, mm-hmm. show them the equipment, show, show them, the introduce, <laughs> show them the ropes, yes. hi <laughs> Couldn't resist. You know, introduce them to the people that they're going to see running things. So if they have a problem or a question, they go, oh, I know this guy or I know mm-hmm. that lady mm-hmm. and I can go over because I've met them and I can ask them the questions Neat. that I want to ask. So many people I see stand around at some of these events because they, they, they basically are alone. Mm-hmm. They don't know people. And so they don't know who to ask. Right, right. So when is the event? It is November 19th through the 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, Thanksgiving runs the week, the weekend before Thanksgiving, the actual Thanksgiving. So it's a really good time because a lot of people, you know, take that time off and stuff anyway. So right. it, it works right into their week off for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week, yeah. you know, for the Thanksgiving week. Nice. And, and you say you're expecting about 350 plus people. Absolutely. Do Absolutely. I need to worry about getting tickets? or well, registration's open right now and I know they're flying out the door. Okay. I check it on the daily basis even when I'm not in town. And I know they're flying out the door. We'll go to a certain number, uh, whatever we feel comfortable with as far as the hotel goes um, and then we're going to have to stop it. Right. Um, but, you know, that's just... We could, you know, we could put a bunch more people in the door, except I don't want to make it so big that it feels crowded, it feels right. overpowering. Yeah. You know, uh, three hundred fifty to four hundred people is a very comfortable number for. I mean, we have twenty one thousand square foot of hotel space mm. on this in this hotel. We use uh, ten thousand of it for dungeons, and the rest are classes and mm-hmm. and restaurants and shopping. We have a huge shopping area with a bunch of vendors, and we're. We're really, really happy to have the vendors that we have. They're they're great vendors. They they give you know the prices are great. Mm-hmm. Um, people just walk out of there with handfuls of bags, and it just it makes me feel good that they <laughs> nice. they got what they want. And it's not like you're going down to the local overpriced right. little sex shop trying to find <laughs> your leather stuff, and they've got these little dinky strands hooked to a piece of wood, <laughs> right. and they call that a flogger. 
Uh, <laughs> and you know, again, they can take. I talk with all my vendors, and they they keep their prices to a good price, so people can afford to, to come in and play. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So, where can I find out more about Spanksgiving? Well, what you're going to have to do is go online to Spanksgiving, S P A N K S G I V I N G dash S T L dot com, and uh, everything you need to know is on that website, mm -hmm. uh, spanksgiving-stl.com. Um, you can register there. You can read the information. You can get email addresses. If you want to ask more questions, they're oh, all okay. over it. Okay. Uh, if you're not sure about where, you know, where you're going, if you're not sure about the price, um, if you're not sure what's included, all that information is, is all right there. And I assume that there's some kind of like an early bird. Do you do like an early bird Actually, registration? Actually, we used to do that. Uh, this year, we actually stopped that. We have just a one set price. It was okay. a mid-range price. That way, people that um, are normally procrastinating don't get to a point and go, oh, the price went up yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know, this this gives everybody a chance. Uh, of course, it takes a while for people to get used to new things. Right, I right. get letters about, when does the price go up? <laughs> the, price, the price is the price. Right. And it's... For the you know for the money it's one hundred and twenty four dollars and for the money you get you know the huge play areas you get three days of education you get three complimentary meals because we have a meet and greet mm -hmm. meal um, it's oh. a nice dessert buffet with coffee and, and juice and things like that so you can come in there and shake hands, meet the people that you never met before, and sit and talk with old friends that you've seen at the last four or five events. Right. right. It's a great, it, it's a family. Now, so what time does it start? Does it start on Thursday or Friday night? Friday evening. Our, our registration starts mid-afternoon, you know, 2, 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, the meet and greet is like at 5, 5.30. Then we have classes right after that. Um, okay, so you have classes, classes on Friday. Yes, we do. Awesome. Nice. And then nice. the dungeon itself opens around 8.30 mm -hmm. and runs until 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And that's plenty of time. If you can't play, you know, in those hours, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, you go back to your room. <laughs> two or three times. You play two or three times in, in, in that uh, in that amount of time. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'd like to also mention that uh, this year, uh, last couple of years, we have a tattoo artist that comes in, a tattoo company uh, in St. Local, St. Louis, and uh, they do tattoos for people, and I've seen hundreds of tattoos that they've done at our events, oh. and uh, they have excellent pricing, they're very professional, they bring, you know, all, you know, uh, you know, the, the autoclave, they autoclave everything overnight, very clean, very professional people, we wouldn't have them nice. if they weren't. Nice. And then we have a professional photographer uh, mm -hmm. that lives in St. Louis that does photographs, and for, you know, one money, like I think it, last year it was $30 for 30 pictures. <laughs> and you, what they would do, they would take any kind of pictures you wanted. If you want to suspend somebody and take pictures, or if you want to put them on a rack, or they have pieces of equipment in their oh, room, nice. in the, the large room they're in, and they can take actually, you know, pictures that you want to take, not just okay, stand there, you're at the prom kind the of prom, pictures, right? Right. Yeah. So they they will shoot the pictures you want, and then while you're standing there, they will post edit the pictures for you burn them to a CD, and then delete the pictures in front of you so you know you're the only one that owns those pictures. Sweet. I like that. Wow, very cool. All right, well, let's tell so, me one more time what that website is. Spanksgiving-stl.com. Okay. And if they have any questions, uh, my name is Jason, J-S-I-N, on FetLife. Feel free to absolutely send me a friend request. Mm -hmm. Send me questions about the event. Send me whatever. Uh, 
there to answer questions to help people get to play, get to an event, uh, especially if they've never been to one. Thanksgiving is a fantastic event. That was my first event. Oh, okay. You know, and uh, when I got started in this, any anything public ever was Thanksgiving for me. And so I can highly recommend out of experience that if you want to come to a place you've never been to an event before, this is the place Oh, to absolutely. We had a great time when we went, so okay. pretty friendly. Fantastic. Jason, thank you very much for spending some time with us. Enjoy it. a few more weeks of relaxing. I'm sure it's going to be well, uh, we're time to get busy We soon. are in the run-up to Thanksgiving, <laughs> so, so uh, uh, it's going to start getting real busy real quick. So Thank Please. you again for having me. Oh, our pleasure, our pleasure. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks. There. Speechless. For those of you that know me, you realize you saw a very unusual sight Saturday night. I was speechless. This does not happen often. And yet, there I was, speechless, and continue to struggle with what to say. On Saturday night at the 2010 AIS COPE event, I was asked, along with the Power Exchange Tribe House Meta, to come to the stage. And there, in a ceremony led by Molina Williams International Miss Leather 2010, leaders from across our community in Ohio, acting in behalf of the Ohio community, gifted my slave with a master's cap. She deemed me ready and presented it to me. Speechless and with tears on my cheeks, I accepted this honor and stare at the screen again, speechless and again with tears on my cheek. Having a community that you have been part of for 11 years come together and single you out for an honor like this, an honor that this community, which does not have a strong element of leather tradition, to come together and say, yeah, Dan is worthy of this, is overwhelming. These are not judges that saw my best face. These are people I have known and interacted with for every bit of the 11 years that I have been an active member of the community, people whom I have had conflict with and people who have seen my worst face. People that have seen me at my least useful and at my most F.U. attitude. And that were patient with me as I came around, let my ego calm down, and realized we are all just acting in what we think best serves the community. Of course I am speechless. What words could possibly convey this sense of being humbled and honored? The only reasonable response is not words at all. It is action. It is seeing this as a gift of responsibility. It is a confirmation that I have been on the right path so far and that I have to keep going, that my behavior must continue to be in line with all the kind words spoken about me. I am honored by Barak and Sheba who put this event on the line and took a chance and did something that might have just as well blown up in their face. And I am honored by all of you who are able to witness this event. The words from those that, I, that said, I know that this, the words from those that said, I know what this ceremony represents and congratulations, and perhaps more so, those that said, I have no clue what this ceremony is, but it clearly feels like something important for our community, so congratulations. Those that were not there to witness, but have been a part of me nonetheless, and those that were moved on, those that have moved on, but were, <laughs> those that were moved, those that have moved on and are part of this process of, as well. My eternal gratitude to my slaves of the past and to my slave, Jem, who continues to teach me how to be a better master. My gratitude to my gracious and beloved significant other of three and a half years, Karen, who continually reminds me that sometimes solutions and right action is found from a place of peers and vulnerability. 
My gratitude to my slave of 11 years and wife of nine, Dawn, who has had to put up with a newbie master stumbling around and struggling with, well, everything, and who has grown step by step with me and is every bit a reflection of who I am. I commit to this ceremony, to my, I commit to this community, to my peers and friends to continue to serve it. I will do what I can and offer those things I am skilled at. I will earn this master's cap each and every day. I will continue to be simply Dan, although on occasion I will allow myself to use an honorific. I charge you, my community, to remind me the path of ego really doesn't suit me, and this fancy new cap will not fit a bigger head. Master Dan, 2010. Erotic Awakening is proud to support the Leather Heart Foundation, a nonprofit organization created to provide charitable assistance to individuals of all sexual orientations in the leather, BDSM, and fetish community. You can donate or find out more at leatherheart.org. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Sarah Sloan appears on Erotic Awakening courtesy of Love You Parties. Find out more about Love You Parties and Sarah Sloan at www.sarahsloan.net. Music heard on Erotic Awakening, Free by White Knight, Strawberry Jam by Jerry Bradley, and Wanda by 31D1 is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information can be found at music.podshow.com.